What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 81 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I'm your host, David Soto Jr. Somebody uh, talked shit about my dirty-ass garage. First of all, sir, I am in the basement. Uh, that And there is no second. Today's topic... gun control, right? We need some sort of gun control and right away the right is going to be which is like before they respond before someone should respond they should list Hear them out. Uh, you think you, you say gun control in the responses, oh, the, the what they hear is ban weapons or take your weapons or or take your guns. Uh, and then it's because somebody on the other side said that. Someone, there's someone on each side taking it to the extremes and fucking it up for for us that are in a pretty good middle there. Uh, for Beto O'Rourke to say, damn right, we're going to come get your guns. Fucking dummy. First of all, they're winning his campaign. Second of all, nobody wants... It doesn't matter what your... Uh, political views are nobody wants the government to come take their guns away their property what they own um and you know what what was really this was years ago uh after a uh, a, a mass shooting and I must have not been working yet, so it had to be a few years ago. Anyways, Megan McCain was one of these, oh, did, 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 my rights, blah, blah, blah. And um, on The View, she was, oh, my brain just goes and I just, Anyways, on the view, she was talking about she was being her, you know, her her Republican self, and and I think Whoopi Goldberg was like explaining to her like, listen, I have guns, I like guns, I think they're for protection, but there needs to be some rules on. I I don't want, I don't, and as somebody else, maybe it was uh, Joy Behar, but also then said something about. Um, owning a gun maybe it was enjoyed but the, what I'm trying to explain now is what was being explained to Megan McCain and she was like oh really you don't want 
to ban guns? Do you own guns? Like, one thing I gotta give Megan McCain credit for, she's a very, very uh, privileged woman. Uh, very sensitive in just the typical things you see in, in, in a right-winged uh, you know I'm trying not to bring race into this every time I talk about it but from a, she's your typical Republican blonde uh, attractive woman Not typical, in a sense, because of who her dad is and her views on Donald Trump, but she's pretty close. Okay. So she was, they explained to her what their views were, that they own guns as well, and they don't want guns banned or taken away or anything like that. And she was very <clears throat> receptive to that, and, and, and she realized and said, oh, I didn't know that people who want gun control also own guns. And I have to give her credit for, for acknowledging that. And that's what I think is going on here, right? There, there are the people who say, damn right, we're going to come get your guns. They're fucking dummies, okay? And then there are people on the other side who believe that that's what everybody wants they are also fucking dummies not only is there a small group not there's not just a small group in the middle there is a wide group in the middle large group it it, it goes it's bipartisan it goes into both sides um, but fear is driving driving things away um Allowing gay marriage, fear was causing people to go, oh, well, you allow gay marriage, and uh, what's going to stop a person from marrying a dog? Fucking dummies. That's fear. Um, that's, that's, they feel like their, their, their comfort zone is being broken into is what it is. They feel uncomfortable because of fear, and then they want to protect that, what they have. Um, okay, so I have three ideas that would have prevented the massacre, the most recent one, or a lot of them, maybe, not all of them, not all of them, um, but in Ulvalve, Mexico, or Texas, the um, elementary school shooting. This would have been prevented maybe completely or maybe temporarily, but it would have given these children another chance at life. Uh, so the three things that I think, any one of these, any one of these three ideas if they were implemented as, as gun control, would have stopped that massacre. Um, 21 and older. 21 and older to get a weapon. 
You got to be 21 and older to get a beer. Why the fuck not be 21 and older to get an uh, long rifle? Semi-automatic. I mean, an AR is um, not a hunting weapon. It's for it's for killing. Which a hunting weapon is for killing, but it's for killing people. That's what an AR is for. It's for killing people. Uh, do you need to be eighteen? Let me tell you the things I did when I was eighteen. Actually, I'm not going to tell you. But I was, I was just kind of like using that phrase. But let me tell you. The things I did when I was 18, I should not have had a gun. Um, oh. We don't allow 18-year-olds to drink. To buy alcohol. to go, And the reason why we don't allow 18-year-olds to drink... It's because they're fucking stupid. And they will drink to excess and do stupid shit. It doesn't have anything about infringing on rights. It makes sense. Because... uh, 18-year-olds will get hammered, stupid-ass drunk, get in cars, and kill people that way, or just do some of the dumbest shit... Um, and I know because I was an 18 year old kid who got drunk all the time. That's why it's a law. And <clears throat> if you think, oh, they're going to get people, yeah, people are going to get guns anyways. Yeah, yeah. I, the people got drunk anyways. People under 18 get drunk anyways. I was one of them. Um, but it made it harder to get drunk. By having the legal age twenty uh, be twenty one, it made it harder for me as an eighteen year old to go get drunk because there was an age limit. If there was a twenty one or older requirement for purchasing a uh, long rifle like an AR, then those 19 year old 19 kids children might still be alive uh number two a background check a more extensive background check would they have found anything on this kid maybe not but a background check takes time You don't know, you ever apply for a job that required a background check? You ever ever try to get a security clearance? A background check takes time. It doesn't, it's not just something that they can uh, Google you, which, hell, that might work, but... Uh, the point, I think, is to see if there's a criminal background, a, a, a criminal history, but also that gives time, right? Uh, I don't know. There used to be a three-day waiting period on some guns or something. I, I, it's even a joke on Demolition Man. 
if you recall. But here's the thing, you can't, right now I can go to a sporting goods store or even Walmart maybe and buy semi-automatic rifle magazines or bullets and then I can go and use that weapon on somebody. If I go and apply for it and have to wait for the background check, maybe I won't be so, maybe by the time it gets cleared, I won't be so pissed off. I'll, I'll have calmed down. That's just, I don't know. Does that apply to every scenario when people want to kill somebody? I don't know. But a background and more intense background check it, um, that would require a few days, an application process, right? Just filling out goddamn paperwork would deter people who just want to go buy one real quick and kill some people. Uh, okay, number three, training requirements or certification. So I heard some stupid ass woman say, um, uh, talk against the 18 or the, the 21, uh, year old, eight, uh, 21 year old age limit. Uh, she was like, Oh, well, our soldiers get weapons and they're, they're 18. It's not, that's not a solution. That's not something you should do. Okay. So, let's talk about our soldiers who get weapons at 18. First of all, they don't take them home. Uh, they're, they're not buying them. They're issued to them. And when they're not in use, they're stored in an armory. And before they can even touch them, they have to go through a lot of training. And then they have to qualify on them. Um... Also, they're still held to the standard of if you have a uh, domestic violence history. I guess it's a federal law. If you have domestic violence history, you cannot uh, have a gun, a weapon, handle a weapon. My point is, is that they're not given a gun in a day. They are required training to include how to hold a weapon, how to clear the weapon, how to load it, how they all kinds of stuff. And then they have to qualify. And then they have to show that they have a level of training good enough to handle that weapon in a situation where they need it. That situation is to kill, right? Because the only reason they're going to get their uh, M4 is to train with it. Oh, even then. Even then. So this lady is, uh, again, stupid. 
Because the only time that these soldiers get their weapons and they're 18 years old is to train with them. The other time they get their weapons is to kill with them. I just can't believe how dumb people are. Anyways, have a training requirement. Uh, CCW. All right, your concealed carry weapons permit. Oh, is mine, re mine expired again? Shoot. Um, that required me to take, I think it was an, a one-day course. Uh, was it just one day? I had to take a course. One day, long, uh, a long day classroom, long day in the classroom, and then uh, proficiency, practical uh, test, qualification. And then I had to pay for it. And there's people lined up. Like, the, I don't know that the concealed carry laws have changed in different states. But in Arizona at the time, the classroom was full. And the classroom was always full. People were more than willing to take a class and qualify in order to pay money to get the concealed weapons permit. Why not just let everybody else carry concealed weapons? The bad guys are going to carry them anyways. Why is there this process? Blah, blah, blah. And that's what people are talking about. They're like, why should I have to conform to these laws? I'm a good guy with a gun. I don't want my rights infringed upon. First thing I have to say is, you don't want your rights infringed upon because we're going to talk about some sort of, of gun restriction. I would like to welcome you to what it feels like to have a uterus, right? You don't want your rights fringed upon. <laughs> um, imagine how it feels to have a uterus and be told that, um, be forced to, to, to give birth. Anyways, different subject. Why should I have to blah, blah, blah? Because you're fucking American. <clears throat> United States American, U.S. citizen. <clears throat> it is... hate when I do this. <clears throat> it is your duty, it is your responsibility. If you are not or never have served in the military, the least you can do is fill out an application or go to a class or uh, wait a three-day period or, or something, right? Because if, we, if, if America is great, the United States, then as a citizen, as a citizen you have to do your part. And if you're not going to serve in the military, 
when it comes to guns, your part may just be that you have to take a weekend-long class, that you have to show proficiency, that you know how to handle a weapon before you uh, buy one. Because um, Americans are getting killed. And your duty is to protect your countrymen. And it can be by sacrificing ink <clears throat> and filling out an application. It can, that's, you don't have to enlist. You don't have to go off to war. You don't have to eat MREs. You don't have to uh, be away from your family. You don't have to go to boot camp. You don't have to give birth <laughs> against your will. These aren't major rights that are really being infringed upon. Remember, we're not talking about taking away your goddamn guns, which is what I've heard is going to happen for I don't know how long. Was Barack Obama, I remember he's supposed to get, is he still going to get our guns? Anyways, I feel like I covered everything I wanted to cover. There's some more stuff, the good guy. There's the, the whole, the topic of the shooting and the police and what happened and uh, but we're just going to talk about in this episode we're just going to talk about the three things I would do uh, and with any of these three things would help one more scenario <clears throat> alright I was just about to go my when I was in high school or yeah when I was in high school junior high too my dad had a Suzuki Samurai. Uh, he loved that car. It was, it was practical. It suited him. He was a, a, a technician, a computer technician at the time. And he traveled, and it was perfect for his tools in the back. And he liked it. And I thought it was cool. It was like a Jeep. Uh, it was 4x4. Four four. Um, it was a... It was a, I don't know, you know, it had a rag top, right? It had a, a removable top that was snapped on with buttons. And you could easily just cut it open. And if you wanted to break in, you could easily break in, right? It's just uh, some sort of, not even canvas, but it's a nylon and, and, and clean, uh, not clean, uh, see-through plastic for windows can be easily cut with a knife or just unsnapped unzipped there was no locks for it and when we would go somewhere and we'd get out and he would lock the doors my dad would lock the doors and I would say why do you lock the doors it's not like anybody's can't get into the car and his response was to keep the honest people honest. Just a little bit of a deterrent. 
is enough to stop people from uh, committing a crime. Just a little bit of a deterrent. Keep the honest people honest. Okay, folks, that's it. Find me on socials at David E. Soto Jr., J. Harper Jr. I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks a lot.